1: The Opinion Line on Corks96FM. I genuinely am left without words of my own at least uh, to describe what I watched unfold last evening, starting out on social media and just sat up watching footage and video and coverage until until all hours. Um, I remember sitting at home yesterday afternoon working on stuff for today for the programme and then the news broke of the, the stabbing incident uh, in the or outside the little school in Dublin, and and that was bad enough. My God, that was bad. That was so serious. But to think that what happened last evening uh, could have been the follow-on—I I just I could never have anticipated that at half three, four o'clock yesterday afternoon when I was listening to that story unfold. Here's a, an eyewitness report from that incident yesterday afternoon.
2: So what I saw was, was when I walked down the road, maybe there was about three or four people around, a little girl who was on her back. So I'm trained first aid. So I ran over and said, does anyone need first aid? And then a lady said, no, there's a nurse here. And people were very, very confused. There was a lot of blood on this little girl. People very quickly saw a lot of blood, I think, and then it was just complete and utter pandemonium. People wailing, screaming. There was no authorities there at this stage. So I might have come onto the scene maybe when there was maybe a thirty seconds, a minute, two, five minutes. I saw what I believe to be stab wounds on on the on the little girl's body. I only saw one child, um, and I said, "What happened?" Then someone said that there's a man after randomly stabbing the child outside of this, a school, but we still weren't certain. St- but there was a man on his side with blood coming out of his mouth maybe about five, ten metres down closer towards O'Connell Street it was absolutely horrific and then there the, the was a, a female nurse uh, administering uh, chest compressions to, to the little child and um, And then the authorities came and and then the emergency response unit came and there was a lot of huge emergency response uh, and I've never seen anything so horrific, you know. That was in the
1: afternoon that that was recorded. That comes from our colleagues at the FM 104 newsroom. More from there in just a sec. By 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock last night, the guy, the commissioner, Drew Harris, was making his own statements.
2: We have a
1: complete lunatic hooligan faction uh, driven by far-right uh, ideology engaged in, in serious violence. We ask people to act responsibly, not to listen to the misinformation and rumour that is circulating on social media. Individuals using this uh, tragic, tragic event, which is under investigation by the proper authorities, that is in garda shikana they're using it for their own ends, and then there is, frankly, a hooligan faction who are owning only interested in causing damage and mayhem in the city centre and they're using the opportunity for that as well.
0: Okay. Do you, you know who the, the people here. are Thank who you. could be behind this Commissioner? Do you know who the agitators are? The main people? And if so have you a plan to target them and bring them before the courts?
2: We're literally just hours into this. The, there is a full investigation ongoing in respect
1: of the first incident but now this, these subsequent matters we have to investigate those fully as well. Thank yeah. you. Let us go to our colleague uh, news desk at uh, FM 104, Jonathan Byrne joins me. Jonathan, how are things in Dublin this morning? Good morning to you.
0: Good morning, PJ. Look, I wish we were speaking in different circumstances. There's an extremely sombre tone around Dublin this morning, even just taking a walk to the shop this morning. Um, There was a lot of people kind of hanging their heads. Uh, Obviously, people regret what happened last night. Obviously, it's out of a lot of people's hands. But even this morning, I attempted to go into the city centre just to get kind of a grasp of what the atmosphere was like. And uh, I immediately returned to my car as I, I found. Felt unsafe, and um, there was still a lot of people loitering about around half four or five o'clock this morning. But I am told things have vastly improved.
1: There were 34 arrests, last There were last 34 night. arrests last night, tens of thousands of you with the damage done. About what time did it kick off? Really, after I mean, all of this very serious stabbing incident, but about what time did this senseless violence kick off?
0: Well. Well, PJ, we, we, we would have uh, had our own reporters at the scene of the crime itself um, on Parnell Square East. That would have been from about, I would say, maybe half to three onwards. The incident itself, the stabbing incident, took place between one o'clock and two o'clock. Uh, but it was shortly after four o'clock we actually made the decision to pull our reporters from the scene. Um, they ha- had said that there was a number of masked individuals who were armed with blunt weapons, made their way to directly to the scene of the crime and for them the atmosphere became you know quite threatening and for members of the public and as you'll see later on for members of the emergency services as well.
1: So literally while the incident was being brought under control this was starting?
0: Yeah yeah no it's it it Transpired in the, in the kind of aftermath of, 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 the, of that incident. And, you know, that's w- when things really transpired. It seemed to start with. Tens of individuals; it's it very quickly uh, erupted into hundreds of individuals, most of them in black clothing or with some form of mask, and um, obviously making their way through the city centre with the kind of main aim to disrupt, which was obviously echoed by the Garda Commissioner Drew Harris today. But you know that quickly escalated into what I describe as a an attacking and violent nature, because I think one of the first big incidents that came to our attention was um, the targeting of a Lewis carriage. Uh, now, it was targeted near the O'Connell Street area and obviously everyone will be well aware of how uh, busy, uh, you know, one of the main arteries in the city, O'Connell Street is. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it was clear from uh, that particular instance that the unrest wasn't going to, to go away anytime soon.
1: No, and uh, there's evidence online of it having been organised in a way that that was spread out into small groups with the view. Well, they can't take us all on at once. Was the and I have I have audio evidence of that here uh, that I picked up this morning. Go back to the initial incident. We have, I think, it is Jonathan. One little five-year-old child. Is she literally fighting for her life in Temple Street?
0: Yeah, so that there the, we were hoping for a bit more of an update from the Garda Commissioner. He uh, appears to have spoken to the media and most of the, the the briefing that he gave to members of the media related to the response of Angarda Shiakana to the unrest in the city centre. There didn't seem to be much information or much of an update on any of those that are being treated in the hospital. As I said, the incident itself happened between 1pm and 2pm on Parnell Square East. The, the male uh, in question uh, armed with a knife attacked a number of individuals outside a, a girls' school in the area. From what we're hearing, um, it's, it's alleged the attack was carried out on school children and their teacher. Um, that teacher, a woman in her 30s, is believed to be the teacher in question was seriously injured. Uh, Three kids suffered injuries from uh, the attack. One girl who as you mentioned aged five is in a serious condition in Temple Street. The other kids uh, were a boy aged five and a girl aged six who suffered non-life threatening injuries and you obviously heard from an eyewitness in the area there but uh, there are a number of eyewitnesses going around on social media and it's kind of been gathered together and we believe that a, a certain group of people intervened, um, uh, w- intervened on the man who was alleged to have carried out the attack. Um, so that public intervention essentially prevented this man from any further harm. And uh, you know, it's believed he too had suffered serious injuries and was treated at the scene and brought to hospital. So a really, a really desperate incident and uh, heartbreaking, obviously, for the families of of those involved. Indeed, and our thoughts must be with them first
1: and foremost. Thank you, Jonathan. Jonathan Byrne uh, from Dublin FM 104. A man called Tiao Benicio was a delivery driver. He was on his motorbike. Uh, he was the guy who intervened uh, to first tackle the man with the knife who was attacking the, the children on Parallel Square. He, he, What we're told is he took his helmet off and he clocked the guy with his helmet to try to tried to t- t- overpower him uh, Chão Benício, Brazilian man to try and disarm him with the knife, he took off his crash helmet and he clocked a man across the head um, good for him good for that man, and the people who came out and protected the uh, attacker from being one well, imagined home-drawn quarter there and then were relatives of the Stardust Inquiry, which has taken place in that general area, the Stardust Inquiry. It was a Stardust family members who stood around the guy on the ground. One of them said to the news reporters afterwards, we said, we're not animals, we don't do that this way here. There was a crash worker also bringing the kids maybe to after school. And they were in her care. Just an appalling thing. Now, Adam Higgins of The Irish Sun is in Dublin City Centre.
3: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door.
2: it's surprisingly affordable too connect with a credentialed therapist by phone video or online chat all from the comfort of your home visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10 percent on your first month that's BetterHelp. help
1: good morning adam what is it like you're you're, you're there since since seven o'clock good morning
3: good morning pj how are you i'm actually just outside dublin castle where the tea shock is due to give a statement to the media about the chaos that happened last night. I spent the morning speaking to business owners and locals in and around uh, O'Connell Street and Parnell Street where there is an enormous clean-up operation going. I've been living in the city my whole life and I've never seen the devastation that's in there at the moment. I'm talking about double-decker buses being peeled off the ground, guarded cars burnt out, a Lewis completely trashed, several shops... Um, Two foot lockers, McDonald's, and it's completely emptied out. All the windows broken, being boarded up now. These the main thoroughfare of our capital is scarred
1: today. Yeah, yeah, you describe it so vividly there, and watching it on social media last night, and indeed on the actual news itself, it was impossible to believe. You'd think this was from some other far-flung corner of the world.
3: You would, yes, and I think there is a real shock in the city centre today. Uh, hundreds of council workers out doing that clean up at one point there was they were cleaning up uh, broken glass shoveling it like it was snow outside the holiday inn hotel on off O'Connell street that was attacked last night and a, a fire set outside of it yeah. as well uh, yeah. it is true
1: devastation you you you're mentioning one place of a number of places that i've actually stayed when i've been in dublin there and outside the famous fibber McGee's pub which has a a, a hotel upstairs, there was a guy, that car actually torched. That piece of video went viral.
3: There was, and I spoke to um, one restaurant owner today who said that the restaurant came under attack in the early stages of the, the riots last night. He moved all his customers upstairs, all his staff upstairs, and they had to wait it out up there for a number of hours
1: before they were able to get out. Have you been able to pick up anything this morning, Adam, on the condition of the little girl in Temple Street?
3: No, I think that's the same um, information that's coming out as it did last night. That she's in a very serious condition in Temple Street Hospital. She is undergoing uh, emergency treatment, and uh, our, our prayers are all with
1: that girl today and her family. Absolutely, but three. I think three of the five people have been released from hospital. We have two, that little child, five years of age. God, can you imagine, Adam, what it must be like for for a family to be dealing with that? She is literally fighting for her life in Temple Street Hospital and we have one of the persons still in a, in a serious condition. So the Taoiseach is giving a briefing. I must let you go to that. Uh, but it, what kind of questions is he going to face, Adam, do you think?
3: I think the Taoiseach will face questions about how this could all unfold so quickly. There may be questions about the policing around uh, protests from this, these far-right type groups that uh, Gardy believed were involved in the, the riots last night. And I think ultimately the, the main question for the Taoiseach today is, is the city centre safe?
1: All right. Adam, thank you. Adam Higgins, political correspondent of the Air Sun, who is headed for that briefing by the Taoiseach in Dublin Castle, which is to begin in the next few minutes. So we let him get... To that. The talk about the organisation of this thing last evening. We, we were starting to get snatches of video sent to us uh, during the night, which we've had to heavily edit because the language is f- fruitier than a Christmas pudding. But this is the kind of stuff that was happening on social media uh, yesterday afternoon. I'd even suggest not on regular social media, but on the ones we don't generally talk about those kind of social media this is just one of the messages that was going around
2: we'll just make a load of little small groups
3: have one say at O'Connell Street have one up at Graven Street, have one at Smithfield they can't control us all they can't control us all and let's have little groups splintering off doing what we gotta do 7 o'clock, be in town everyone, belly up, tail up just kill them, just fucking kill them Let's get this on the news. Let's show the comedian that we're not a pushover. That no more foreigners are
1: allowed into this poxy country. Enough is enough. This is it. This is the straw that brought the camel's back. That was the organizing of what happened last evening. Corks <laughs> 96 FM.
3: Selling a little or a lot? Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.
0: Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done.